somewhere out there, people enjoy our weirdness. Mm-hmm. It's us. We're the only ones. <laughs> and our mom. <laughs> I didn't say moms because I know your mom doesn't like weird things. She's just. I mean, she know, she likes that we're weird. Today, Olivia told me because she said something. And it's true. Every time she says, like, quotes something that's like a meme or that's funny that I thought was funny when she showed it to me, I giggle a little bit every single time. That she yeah, you do this, me. you go. <laughs> like it's just like a <laughs> she was like she was quoting did you see the one with the cat you know that you know the girls yelling in the cat mm-hmm, yeah yeah yeah. the yeah. one where it's like it says sale sale but it's like oh, the okay, way you would okay, read it yeah. it said sasa lele <laughs> and so olivia always goes sasa lele it's awesome <laughs> and she said it today while i was heating something up and i just giggled and she's like love that you always giggle when i say those things <laughs> It's because you never full out laugh at anything. You just go, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Well, because, like, I full out laugh at, like, when I first see it, but then after that, it's just, like. Like that one time you laughed forever about the spaghetti. Hair spaghetti. spaghetti. Oh, my God. Every time I I saw this thing, it was a shirt, and it says, like, eat more spaghetti, have less regretty, or something like that. I love that. (laughs) And I thought of you. (laughs) I saw it. And I was like, oh, I had to get this for her. Have less regret. Have less regret. <laughs> you made me laugh. All right, let's start. Okay. <clears throat> I'm just going to warn you. <laughs> I'm super, like, head coldy, mm-hmm. phlegmy stuff. I was this morning. I've been I'm that way better. for a few weeks now. Like, okay, a few weeks, like two weeks. Mm-hmm. And I've been taking NyQuil every single night. Which is probably horrible for me, but I've been no. sleeping good. Yeah, it's got Benadryl in it, which is what makes you sleepy. It's been like... Words have been hard for me today. I swear. I don't know. I, I keep telling people after my vacation, I'm depressed now because I was in this like warm, sunny, beachy... And it's like the and win- it came winter. Home. It's seasonal depression. Yeah, I, I, I swear to God, even. I have it. And like everyone keeps... Like, my mom and dad are like, no, you're fine. I'm like, no, you don't understand. Like, I don't yeah. have the motivation to literally wake up. Like. <laughs> I don't want to get out of my bed. Every, If you look at, like, because I keep track of my call-ins, all my call-ins are in the winter. Yeah. Because I don't want to go. And I I'm have, like, I don't want to wake up. I have no motivation. Like, my room, I still have my suitcase in there from our vacation mm-hmm. and stuff in it still. I have my homework. This is the last week of the semester. I'm not sure if I'm going to pass it. Yeah. My job, I don't have any option but to go to work, but right. I literally don't wear any makeup, and I just literally sit in my car and blast the heat and listen to, like, death podcasts. <laughs> like that's, I'm like, I don't have the motivation to do anything. Mm-hmm. I'm barely alive. I feel you. I get seasonal depression, too, really bad. Wow. That was a dark beginning. That was a dark beginning. <laughs> and then there's our toilet flushing. I am. Uh... <laughs> Oh, I was, we were, so we were decorating for Christmas today, and Olivia pulls out the box of, like, there's a, we have one box that at the bottom of it has, like, all the random Christmas decorations Mm -hmm. we ever made when we were little. We have one of those, too. Well, Olivia was like, we don't need to pull this out, it's mine. Well, I was like, we gotta look at it. Well, come to find out, it's actually mine. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, we don't need your Christmas decorations. Well, not, I think she thought it was hers, but then, of course, then we find out it's mine. She's like, oh, we gotta read this. Oh, no. (laughs) I, like, had this Christmas journal. (laughs) What? I guess we made it in school, because it looks like it was put together. And, um, it said, 
Rudolph the reindeer, and like a somehow spelled reindeer correctly, but it said he had a red nos. <laughs> no e at the end. Red nos. He had a red nos. And then it was like he pulled, not pulled, with P O L D, pulled Santa's <laughs> sleigh, and I spelled sleigh S L A E. I was like, dang, I could not. But not spell. reindeer. Yeah, reindeer is great, but a nos. It's awesome. And a pulled and pulled. then um <laughs> i love it I made, I made another one like a homemade card out of like just full sheets of paper like lined paper no like oh. pa- copy paper oh. it was like a full sheet was one side and then oh. i like taped another one in there and then had a third <laughs> and it was like Thanksgiving, I think. Oh, no. <laughs> I loved making hand turkeys. <laughs> there was a hand turkey on every page. <laughs> and oh, every page said, I love you, Mom. Like, everything I made Aww. said, I love you, Mom. It was like, I love you, Mom. Here's my hand turkey. <laughs> but I didn't spell turkey. I spelled tarkey. <laughs> an A. I was like, oh, I love my you, God. Mom. Here's my hand turkey. <laughs> and I said, I'm never calling tarkey anything else. That's amazing. We we have these um, awful ornaments that have our faces on them, like from being in elementary school. You know, they take it and then you like decorate it and then like you literally just glue your face onto it. Mm-hmm. And my sister keeps trying to put them at the very mine at the very, <laughs> the very front of the beginning. tree. And I'm like, stop! Like, take them down because la- a couple of years ago we decided to not do our like random ornaments, but we like our trees like mm, it was themed. Yeah, like, now we have red and gold, and we have, like, red and gold beads, and, like, we have a red and gold, like, my mom has a high heel, and, like, everything is a specific color. Like, Mm -hmm. nothing is random and childish like we used to have. Oh, man, that's my favorite kind. My mom's, too. I don't know why we convinced her not to do it. It just looks nicer. I don't Mm -hmm. know. We're not... I straight up asked Alex. I was like, okay, so what kind of person, how do you decorate (laughs) your tree? I said, do you decorate with themed ornaments, or do you decorate with random ornaments that you collect over the years? And he was like uh random ones I guess and I was like okay well so we've done both and I this year I guess last year you gave me a llama ornament Mm -hmm. and um and I gave you that whale that was made out of like book pages right so that one's blue so we didn't put it on the tree Mm -hmm. but I found that one and then I found the um llama one but it's like white Mm -hmm. and you know it looks nice so (laughs) I think the llama goes on the tree I snuck it on the tree and my sister and my mom saw it, and they just started laughing. And I was like, what are you laughing about? And they were like, nothing, nothing. And I was like, oh, is it the Harry Potter ornament I put on there? And they were like, where is that? <laughs> no, that's not what we're laughing at. And they were like, it's the llama. And I was like, oh, Lauren gave that to me. <laughs> I think I gave you – I don't remember if I gave There's it. There's a Cinderella, and I think I have a Frozen, an Elsa. I think there was one year. I think it was last year. I was going to get it. And Brittany was like, that's stupid. Don't do it. It was a balloon animal one. <laughs> and it was like not even a ra- – it was a random animal. It wasn't even one though. you would like. It was like a koala bear or something. <laughs> it was like a balloon animal. And I would have thought it was funny. Plus, I also, I put random ornaments on my tree. So, I like random ornaments. They don't need to match anything. Yeah, I mean, that's what we have mostly. But ours weren't cute random ornaments. Random, we have one that is con- green construction paper yeah. that says Brendan, <laughs> and it's cut out in Uncle Brendan's name. Just, <laughs> Why do we have that that's still? That's kind of what we have, too. Yeah, and it's like they're... Mom written. made some when she was little, like, and they're shrinky dinks. Oh, those She's are cute. Um, we've got, like, a little tiny mug with our name on it. 
We have, I mean, we have that kind of stuff too. We don't really put on the tree. But this year, Brittany was mad because um, obviously we had to put a blues one on there. Mm-hmm. And the blues are blue and yellow or blue and gold or whatever. We didn't have red or gold. Mm-hmm. So they were all really, really blue. And yeah. she was like, you can't put it on the tree. It doesn't match. And I was like, Brittany, they just want the Stanley Cup. Like, you can't not. Fine, Stanley Cup tree topper. <laughs> right, right. Well, I, we looked at a Stanley Cup one, and the one we liked was like $40. And that was the ornament? or the- Yeah, the okay. ornament. And I was like, I'm not paying $40 for an ornament. Like, I'm going to just stick this blues one that we've had for the last 16 years at the bottom of the tree. So now, like, the whole tree is red and gold, and then there's, like, like, one blue one bottom. at the bottom. <laughs> I don't care. That's funny. I have to celebrate and represent. We just spoke for 12 minutes. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Literally nothing. I'm going to have to Rudolph's cut out Red most Nos. of that. <laughs> Rudolph the Red, Red Nuss. <laughs> Reindeer spoke correctly, though. Yes. Anyway, I guess we should talk about spooky things. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry <laughs> Christmas. Um, I got another listener's email. Oh, yay. Okay. So she says, hi, ladies. Loving the podcast. Here's my spooky story. Here's my spooky story. So she says, I have a Ouija board that we keep under our coffee table and I've used it a few times. I know some of you are yelling, no, why? I was literally like, <laughs> but I like to think I'm smart about it. Anywho, when I emailed her back, the first thing I said is, you are 100% correct. I opened this and thought, no, why? We don't do that. <laughs> very, I grew up very adamantly against them. Mm-hmm. They scare me. Me too. The fact that they're in a children's toy aisle scares me more. Oh my even gosh. More. When I was listening to this podcast the other day. Superstition. Yeah, girl. I was listening to this one the other day, and they were talking about how, oh, well, my cousins got them for Christmas when they were kids. And I was like, what? Like, I couldn't fathom getting a Ouija board as a, like a board game. Not let alone like, a gift, but for Christmas. Oh, my God. My family, like, if you even said the word Ouija, my family, like, started praying over you. Like, we mm-hmm. didn't get – no, we didn't do Ouija boards. But Mom said that um, Fifi has a story. I don't, I don't know what was happening. I don't know the whole story. I'll have to have her tell me it again. But apparently someone threw a Ouija board into a fire. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they were playing with it and got freaked out or whatever. But they threw it into the fire and it. they said that it literally sounded like it was screaming. Yeah, I've heard your mom say that before. Yeah. Also, Ugh. apparently if you like take the planchette and like close it out correctly and say goodbye, apparently it's supposed to like close everything close, off. Yeah. But like, no, once you open yourself up to it, you, in my opinion. You open that door, yeah. That's it for you. That's, but this story, I, yeah, that's I will never touch one. Just for, yeah, for this, that's a super, that's a superstition. Of mine. From yeah, me too. But this story, actually, I thought it was really cool. She said, "This particular experience, I convinced my husband to do it with me. I am proud to say, in our five years together, I have slowly converted him to my level of creepiness. <laughs> so after a few drinks one night, we decided to first sage the area and then Ouija it up." <laughs> she put that in quotes. We sat down on our living room floor and my husband's eyes widened as the planchette started to move. I love how it's spelled, too. It's, like, not anywhere near Ouija. It's oh, like, yeah. It's, I, like, Ouija. I, Oya. It's, it's actually pronounced Ouija. Ouija. And I say I say Ouija. I have my entire life. I say, I say it, too. I don't know where that came from. It's pronounced Ouija. And it means yes, yes. Did you know that? No. Okay, whenever we do our superstition one, I will tell you all about it. I actually know the history of it. It's really cool. Okay. But I would like to know. It's very interesting. But um, anyway, we sat down on our living room floor, and my husband's eyes widened as the planchette started to move. We asked if there were any spirits. Spirits. We spirits. What is life? Nas. Nas. If there were any spirits in the room, and immediately we got a name. P-A-T. Pat. I gulped. The person 
the only person in my whole life who ever went by Pat is my best friend's mom, Patricia. Let me also add, my BFF is the only other person that has used a Ouija board (laughs) with me, and her mom has never come through before. However, she just went through a hard divorce. So if that wasn't clear, my friend's mom was coming through. Whoa. Did not expect that considering she passed suddenly about nine years ago. So P-A-T is spelled out. I then asked why she was there. E-T-H-A-N. Ethan, my godson, which would be her grandson. Whoa. I proceeded okay, to ask. Okay, sorry. I had to take a moment to like process Yeah, so it was her okay. godson, so, okay. but it was her best friend's son, which would be gotcha, her gotcha. grandson. Um, I proceeded to ask, how can we help Ethan? The planchette moves F-I-X-E-D-D-Y. Welp, Eddie is my friend's ex-husband. Plot twist. So it says fix Eddie. Yeah. Plot twist, he's also my cousin. <laughs> that was almost the situation with us. But not oh a cousin, Oh my god, though. yeah. It would have been. Lauren. Yeah. Almost. Well, you dated my uncle, who was a year older than us. Mm-hmm. And then now, he mar- he's married to Joanne. one of my other best friends, Joanne. Mm-hmm. Um... So Pat's mom, oh, so Pat's mama claws are out, y'all. My husband and I at this point are totally baffled. After being totally freaked out but satisfied with our experience, we decided to close out the board and say goodbye. Needless to say, my husband was astonished. I called my friend the next day and said, um, your mom came through the Ouija board last night. She was so proud and laughing hysterically. Definitely something her mom would say. Cheers to BA moms that stick up for their daughters. Am I right? I have other stories, but this is one, this one is my favorite. Thanks for making me laugh and keep up the good work, Morgan. I like that story. I know. I thought it was really sweet. And I like that it wasn't terrible. Yeah, no, because like, mostly Ouija board stories are like, and we all died. <laughs> <laughs> and we forgot to close out the board. <laughs> right. And it followed us forever. We've been haunted. I have never slept a day of my life since that moment. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. no, I thought it was great. And I would like to hear your other stories, too. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Morgan. That is a good story. I read it. Actually, it's funny because when we recorded our last episode, Whenever I went upstairs afterwards, I had had that – she had emailed it to me while we were mm. recording. Oh, okay. So I just got it, and I was like, oh, of course, like right after right. I leave the recording. But anyway. But thank you for taking your time out of your day to, to write it and yeah. send it to us. Yeah, it was awesome. We definitely want to hear your other stories because we are very intrigued by all things Ouija board. Ouija. <laughs> Ouija board. But okay. you have a, a, a murder for me? I do. Tell me about your murder. Who said it's a murder? I'm just kidding. There's been a murder. So I did mine on Ed Gain. Do you know who that is? I have heard of him. Okay. And I think it's Gein. Well, I thought it was, I was reading it like that in my mind. Mm-hmm. But then something, some I read somewhere that like something was written after him. I think it was like a song or something and it was nothing to gain. So I was like, okay, maybe it's Gain then. Hmm. I don't know. I've always heard Ed Gein. Okay. Well, if it's Gein. Whatever, though. Ed Gein. Ed Gein. You know what? I'm rolling with it. Okay. So he was an American murderer, but was more so known for being a body snatcher. Okay. So he was born in 1906, and he grew up in Plainfield, Wisconsin, with an alcoholic father and an overly religious mother, whom he was very attached to. Okay. He also had a brother, um, but he was a shy kid, and the two were actually rarely allowed out of the house due to the mother's teachings of sins of lust and desire and her fears of them being tempted outside of her supervision, so she very rarely let them do things on their own outside of the house. That's sad. I know. Uh, They were only allowed out for, like, odd jobs, such as, like, babysitting and doing, like, handyman things. Okay. So to work, pretty much. Yeah. Um, In 1944, so at this point, we've, we've grown up quite a bit. 
It's been almost 40 years. Oh, wow. It's like 38. Um, during a brush fire at their family farm, the two boys tried to extinguish it. And meanwhile, Gein's <laughs> older brother was lost in the incident and was later found dead, but he had bruises on his head. Mm. And um, the coroner ruled his death as asphyxiation from, I mean, I guess ultimately from smoke inhalation. But that's how, like, could he have, could he have killed him? I mean, could he have why knocked else him were there bruises? And then he just left him there to die. Left him there to die. Left him there to die. <laughs> and went back on home to the farm. <laughs> and, <laughs> and maybe that was his first killing ever and, like, and then nobody never ever caught him, yeah. Because court ruled it was asphyxiation. Freaking court? Well, not court, but coroner. Yeah. Can't really. Did you say court or coroner? I said court at first, but I meant coroner. Courtner <clears throat> rule. <laughs> um. So, Gein uh, grew in t- increasingly attached to his mother. She had suffered several strokes, so he was like her sole caregiver. He stayed with her all the time and looked out after her very closely. And after she died, he actually closed off rooms where she had resided in the house. Like, anywhere that was, like, her room or, like, she had slept in or whatever, he didn't want to be in. And, like, just, Hmm. I guess, like, kept him as, like, a a sacrament to her or something. That's creepy. And, like, was sleeping in the kitchen. Ew. Yeah, so that he, like, could leave her rooms alone. I mean, I I totally understand not wanting to sleep, like... Like in her bedroom. Yeah, like, I wouldn't want to sleep in my parents' bedroom when they pass. But, like, at the same time, if my parents pass and I get this house... I'm putting my bed in there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe or that's even another but bedroom. Right. Or even the living room. <laughs> right. Anywhere. <laughs> but he, he probably, like, the only places he didn't, like, quarantine off were, like, mm-hmm. the bathroom and the kitchen. Yeah. Probably. Um, throughout the years, locals had actually gone missing without an explanation. And one of them... Bernice Warden, who owned a local hardware store, and he Gein was the last person to have visited the store before she went missing. Um, local authorities came to investigate him, and they found Bernice's decapitated body hung upside down with ropes on her wrist and ankles, like, tied to a crossbar. Oh, my God. And she was basically, like, skinned and gutted like a deer. Oh, my God. Yeah. Could you imagine being the person who has to, like, walk in to see that? No. That'd be And that's terrifying. actually a point oh. for later. But um, she he killed her first. He shot her with a rifle. So literally, essentially, treated this woman like she was a deer. That's insane. But at least, thankfully, like, I, I would have rather died first before that happened. Oh, yeah, me sure. too. But, like, but, like, what's the point? Mm, well, mm-hmm. Oh, mm. Okay, mm-hmm. fair. So, while at the farm, they actually found skin suits and vests, lips attached to a light pole. This man had a weird fascination with skin and, like, every Hmm. body part. The reason he's a body snatcher is he would literally go to the graveyard, dig up dead bodies, and bring them back home and use their skin and body parts for things. He was trying to be like a Frankenstein. I guess, but he had skin suits. He had, like, tops of skulls cut off and, like, using them as bowls. No, 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 no. And, like, had skulls on his bed pillars. And, um, 
female genitalia and noses. <laughs> These last two are my very favorite. Um, a nipple belt. <laughs> I've heard of a nipple belt. I have. And this just makes my toes curl up so bad. He made socks out of human flesh. What? <laughs> I just oh. couldn't imagine putting this skin on my feet. I don't even like socks to begin a with. Skin <laughs> sock. How gross is that? <laughs> don't like that. <laughs> don't like that. That's a no. Olivia was like, ew, that would be so gooey. And ew, I was ew, like, ew, <laughs> ew, 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 ew. like, Olivia... I'm pretty sure. She goes, he did not wash them. Oh. <laughs> I was like, that's not what I was going to say. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm sure he, like, like how people take skin from cows and stuff and turn it into leather. I'm like, that's so probably what he did. uncomfortable. I know. I don't know what to do with my hands. Apparently, he used, he used facial skins as masks, like literally wore skin as a mask. Okay. And um, he, this guy, like, reminds me of, like, this is what I imagine Hannibal Lecter was. I was like, just about to ask you if this is the Chainsaw, Texas Chainsaw Massacre guy. No. Mm-mm, not like, that this guy. Isn't, okay. That was an actual story. Like, that <gasps> no. was a real thing. Okay, I'll have to look that one up, too. Not, like, quite as, you know, movie style, but yeah. Okay, okay. Um, he... So he had these masks, and apparently his neighbors had seen those before, but they um, thought that they were, like, relics of World War II, because this is also why World War II was going on. What kind of relic? Like, um, you know how people had, like, masks from, like, Southern, Southern, South America, things like that? Oh, okay. Yeah, they look nothing like human flesh. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so they thought that there was, like, you know, something like that. So... He actually ended up leading authorities to the graveyard where he would dig up his bodies um, and took their body parts. Apparently, there was, like, 40 grave sites that he did this to. So, did he get caught because of the murder of that woman at yeah. the hardware store? So, mm-hmm. I guess because he was the last one there, it, like, led them to him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which he had clearly been doing this for a really long time, which, wouldn't you think somebody would notice that bodies are being dug up? You would think, but, like, mm. I don't know how often people go into graveyards. So, he apparently, like, this was, I don't know, this was a pertinent detail, but it said that he denied having sex with any of them because they smelled too bad. Good. <laughs> I don't want to have sex with it. I just want to wear them. I want to wear these I don't want to have sex with it. I just need socks. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh, oh, my, my God. God. Go to Walmart. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That makes if that's me... your only criteria. <laughs> That they makes me so bad. uncomfortable. I know. My toes are literally like, Yeah, like, I don't know what so to hard. do. <laughs> um, while being interrogated, he actually admitted to killing a local tavern owner, which, like, to me, everything that I've read, they don't really know how many people he actually killed. Because he dug up bodies? Right, and it wasn't necessarily, like, pe- of people he killed that he dug them up. Right, he, he just, just dug, dug those people up because he was a weird guy with a weird fetish. Um. But <clears throat> he killed a tavern owner. And, who had been missing since 54, like 1954, and, but he didn't remember killing her, apparently. He oh. was like, yeah, I think I killed her, but I don't really remember doing it. And okay, her body was found at his house during their investigation, and he said he wanted to kill her because she weighed over 200 pounds, and that would be enough to make a skin suit to fit into. And he was trying to recreate his mother. No, I don't like that. I don't either. <laughs> 
<laughs> a full skin suit. And, like, if he was trying to recreate his mom, was he going to wear it? Or was he going to, like, stuff it? Or Is it, like... like um... Friday the 13th, where the mom is crazy and she, like, thinks she's Jason. Probably. Oh, wait, thinks she's Jason. Have you ever seen the original Friday the 13th? I've tried to start it, and I never get really that Girl, it's so it. weird. At the end, you think it's Jason killing all these people, but it's his mom. Yeah, wasn't she trying to avenge him? Yeah, but, like, she thinks she's Jason. Mm. I think. Otherwise, I totally misinterpreted <laughs> that whole movie. <laughs> well, um, ew, ew. It's apparently, yeah, he was trying to create his mom. <laughs> I'm like sweating over here. Um, <laughs> it's like a onesie, but of someone else's skin. like a skin snuggie. Ew, ew. <laughs> I can't get over the skin socks. <laughs> That's like the one thing that you're like stuck I on. I can't do it. Socks. I can't do it. Okay, but from a very young age, I have been very weird about socks because I don't like the seams. Me either. I literally would pull my the pinky of toe seam part all the way up in my shoe. I wear my socks inside out. Even that doesn't help. Like, really? if it's touching my toes, like, it can be on the top of my yeah, toes. Yeah, yeah, as long as it's on the but top. But it cannot be on the sides of my toes. I would uh-uh. literally pick them up and, like, fold them in so yeah. that I couldn't touch I am my... very weird about socks. Like, yeah. my mom has, my mom still makes fun of me because especially if I wear, like, big fuzzy socks, I flip them inside out so I don't feel the seams. Mm-hmm. And they still make fun of me for it. And I could not imagine putting skin on my feet. No. Where would you put the seams? Where does, the Where does the seam go? Is it like a foot? I have questions. <laughs> or is it like just pieces of skin that you sewn like, together? Is it is it like toe socks? Oh no, <laughs> that's terrible. I'm crying. We're done. <laughs> <clears throat> so, while being investigated, Sheriff Shelley Skelly Shelley. It's like S C H E L Y Skelly. Sheriff Skelly Skelly. Allegedly. Um, like, Gein had given an, an admission, like a confession. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm looking for. Admission. And. He was allowed in the box. Words are really hard today. <laughs> uh, to killing certain people. Um, but, which was that when he, um, admitted to killing the tavern lady. Mm-hmm. But because the sheriff apparently banged his head against the wall. Then they said, well, we can't use that now because it's clearly uh, coerced. Oh, wow. Thanks for nothing, sheriff. Well, the sheriff died in 68, reportedly, to uh, the trauma of the investigation at his home. So, like, that that stuff, like, messed him up. Like, Like, did he take his own life? I don't know. It just says he died from from that. And it could have just been, like, he got so depressed that, like, Like he he just couldn't cope. Want to carry on. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... That was why I said earlier when you were like, could you imagine being the people that, like, find this? No, Mm-mm. I couldn't. No, me either. Just the just the image of a body hanging there, like, being gutted like a deer would be enough. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Ugh. I don't even like watching deer. Mm-mm. And then the smell. Why are you got to talk about that? I don't know. Um, anyway. <laughs> in 58, Gein was found in competent to stand trial like basically they deemed him unfit they said he was crazy like mentally insane which i could see this for sure yeah no don't know um, why they came up with that mm-hmm. so they sent him to central state hospital and then in 68 so 10 years later it was determined that he was like ready to stand trial how old was he at this point 68 uh from 1906 so 62 yeah quite old mm-hmm. um 
So he was found not guilty by reason of insanity. Okay. So they just deemed him insane. I mean, listen, a lot of the times I I hate the insanity argument. I like this dude. But like he is skinning people and putting them on his feet. (laughs) (laughs) And making belts out of nipples. Like that is not normal. (laughs) He wanted to recreate his mom. Normal people don't feel that way. If I wanted to recreate my mom, I would have gotten, like, a life-size doll or something. Or, you know, I would have just cried a lot. (laughs) I wouldn't try to recreate her. No. She's gone. She's gone, buddy. You gotta let her go. Mm -hmm. Um, so, in 74, he petitioned to be released from state hospital, but it was rejected. I mean, because we were making skin suits. I wonder why, yeah. And his nurses reported that Gain keep saying that <laughs> Gein was very helpful and never needed to be sedated <laughs> which what i mean that is kind of saying a lot for a mental institution but he was a model patient they believed this was because he used his mother's authoritarian authoritarian personality and like being incarcerated was similar to like being under her care like oh he so he kind of like needed that to cope and like yeah. survive yeah it's kind of so. like about how they say dogs need discipline mm-hmm I'm guessing it's kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he like he kind of thrives under that because that feels like what's normal to him. Hmm. So I'm not saying beat your dogs, by the way. That's not <laughs> I just want to put that out there. Um, <clears throat> he worked as a mason, a carpenter's assistant, and a medical aide while he was in there. A medical aide? Yeah, he was probably very fascinated with anatomy. I was going to say, he's probably good at cutting... <laughs> I am uncomfortable. He actually, his health began to fail, um, and he was sent to Mendota Mental Health Institute, where he died. Me what too. Going on with me? Don't do that. <clears throat> Sorry. It's okay. Where he died on July twenty sixth, nineteen eighty four, due to a respiratory illness and cancer. Wow. Which I mean, he was decently old at that point. Yeah. He was. At least Almost in his 80. Seven, yeah, I was going to say late 70s. Yeah. So he was actually set to inspire uh, movies and literature, like certain characters, okay. like uh, Anthony Hopkins and Silence of the Lambs. That's mm-hmm. based off of him. And, Which we still have never watched. Oh, and Leatherface and Chess, Texas okay, Chainsaw yeah. Massacre. So like he, I think two separate stories were linked together for that. Okay. Because like he doesn't. Murder people with a chainsaw, obviously. Hmm. Well, but we don't we don't know that to be true. Well, yeah, he shot the person. It could have been. I don't know. We never know. He could have used. Never mind. I'm not even gonna get into that. Yeah, Lauren, be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> he also uh, the character in Psycho, and okay. there's oh Norman Bates because he's obsessed with his mom. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Okay. And they've made um um Alfred Hitchcock movie about him too. Hmm. Was it Psycho? No, I don't think so. That that's an Alfred. Yeah. Hitchcock. Okay. <laughs> we had to watch. Um, Alfred Hitchcock is the one who did the birds, right? Yes. So whenever I was, I took a um, Gothic horror and fantasy literature class, mm-hmm. and we had to w- listen. Um, listen. We had to read the birds and watch the birds. Okay. By the way, very two different because it's Gothic and horror literature. I couldn't pick anything else. It was very interesting. I hate. Oh, me too. I mean, because of them. But we, we read a lot of good books. There was, we also read this one called The Yellow Wallpaper. Hmm. And if you have never read it, I 100% suggest it. What is it? About? It's 
about a woman who is staying in this it's a like a short story who's okay. staying in this home with her husband because she's unwell and she starts talking about like the walls and the yellow wallpaper and how it affects her and like she's um, she imagines seeing a woman in the walls mm. very good very very good reading you should read it okay very short and it's not long at all okay but um going back to the skin thing um Brittany always says that whenever i die because i want to um, donate all my organs mm-hmm. and she says the only things i can't do- donate donate are your eyes my yeah. eyes and my skin and so now i feel like i definitely need to donate my skin so no one digs me up and use it <laughs> or a nipple belt no one can use my skin for feet socks <laughs> feet socks okay. okay are there any other kind of socks <laughs> i know what you meant because like skin feet skin socks skin socks Anyway, my story is not very long, but it was suggested to me. <laughs> Hopefully not as gross. No, no. It's really interesting. It was suggested to me on Instagram by Joseph. Okay. And it's the lady of Lake Ronkonkoma. Okay. That's and, a fun one. <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm 100% saying the Indian names incorrectly. <laughs> That's okay. I kept saying gain and gain. So. <laughs> But, you know, Here I'm just I'm letting you know. I'm going to say it. Um, I, Mr. Freeman one time told me if I walk into a place like I own it, no one will question me. Yeah. And I believe it's the same with saying things. Like, if I say something, like... Yes and no, because I do feel like if someone knows that it's incorrect, they're going to be like, mm, that's wrong. And they've well, just yeah. been saying it wrong the entire time. But if no one knows that it's wrong and you just keep saying it that way, no one's going to question you. Yeah, true. Because true. they're going to be like, oh, look how confident she sounds. Yeah, but then you end up being that that person who's like, no, no, I know how it sounds because oh, no, she no. said it on this yeah. Oh, yeah. And they're going to be like, well, well you're wrong. <laughs> no, so I'm just going to pretend I've never heard anyone say it out loud. Okay. So is, this is just me. This is my rendition. Lake Wonkakoma? Is that what you said? Ron Kankoma. Ron Kankoma. Yeah, R-O-N-K-O-N-K-O-M-A. Ron Kankoma. Okay. Ron Kankoma. So- I don't know. That was beautiful. I feel like that was probably more correct. So I took an ancestry DNA test, and I'm 100% white. I'm from, like, uh, uh, Wales. I'm quite... Uh, Wales. <laughs> Wales. I was so disappointed because my whole life I've been told that I have, like, a lot of Native American in me. You were like, no. And no, I'm like, ma'am. And I'm like, I'm, like, super white. I have brown hair, and I have great cheekbones. So I was like, totally, I'm totally an Indian. But I was not at all, and I'm very mm. disappointed to buy I it. I want to do this. It was so much money, and it was a waste of my money. I feel like I want to do 23andMe, though. I, I'd want to try 23andMe because I feel like it's a little more accurate. Because it was like, okay, I paid for the... Um, that one also gives you health thing. Yeah, so I paid for the traits and for the um, heritage. And it was like, you're from Wales, and you have blue eyes. And I was like, no. You know what? <laughs> no, I don't. No. Everything about me is brown. Wrong. Except my skin, apparently, because I'm from <laughs> Wales. Your Native Americanness. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Anyway, Lake Ronkonkoma is Long Island's largest freshwater lake, and it's cursed. So, Naturally. <laughs> and it's cursed. So Ronkonkoma was the name of an Indian princess who fell in love with a white settler named Hugh Birdsall. Bird. We were just talking about the birds. Bird. <laughs> who lived near the lake. And this happened around, like, the 1600s. So the story goes... It was love at first sight, but her dad, who is chief of the Satoket tribe. Okay, yeah. I sounded right, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. He forbade them from being together because he was a white settler and she was an Indian. And he was like, no. 
So every night she would paddle her canoe to the middle of the lake and send out a message like on, um, what's that called? That you take off a tree. Bark? Bark. She would like. (laughs) (laughs) What's that called that you take off a tree? (laughs) She would like carve a message in the bark and she would like paddle her little canoe to the middle of the lake and then she would send out the bark message Mm -hmm. to float to the, to Hugh on the other side. Hubert. Hubert. So this went on for seven years until one day the princess couldn't take it anymore. So she sent, uh, she like, you know, canoed out to the middle and she sent like a goodbye note to her lover, sent it out. And then when he received the note, behind the note quickly came the canoe because the princess had committed suicide by stabbing herself in the heart. Oh. Yeah. Um, Some people say that she drowned. Mm-hmm. But the most common story is that she stabbed herself out of, you know, grief for not mm-hmm. being with her love. And out of his own grief, he takes his life, too. What is this, Romeo and Juliet? Literally, Romeo and Juliet, except <laughs> not. But yes. Except not. <laughs> <laughs> so there is no proof of a princess Runcon coma. But there are records stating that Hugh was a real person who eventually moved back to England and got married. Mm. So even if it was true... It's not true. It's not true. <laughs> um, All our double negatives. It's literally like that, but not. But not. It's true, but, but not. it's not. <laughs> anyway, since then, the lake has been haunted by Princess Ronconcoma and has become known, she's become known as the Lady of the Lake. Mm-hmm. So um, angry and not being allowed to be with her true love in life, every year she drags one man into the lake and drowns him to either avenge her lover or find her soulmate in death. Right? <clears throat> Which is what I'm going to do when I die. Right. <clears throat> if I'm going to be dead, I'm going to need a partner. Right. Come on. <laughs> if I'm going to have to stay here on this lake forever, you so best believe you. I'm going to find someone who can, like, swim with me. <laughs> do you like my little hand motion? I'm, I'm envisioning the um, the scene in Hercules where all those spirits are, like, swimming around. Oh, that's not... Her? Yeah, I do. I knew what you were talking about. I was thinking about the scene in open water where they're just, like... Have you ever seen Open Water? I feel like I have. It's not a very good movie. (laughs) Anyway, Mm. people say that the lake has seen at least one death a year for the past 200 years, Mm. largely men. Hmm. So, some report an unseen force drawing them to the center of the lake as if something was trying to drag them into the lake. Wow, okay, so... We got we got some uh, yeah. some confirmation. Yeah, yeah. Another myth says that the lake itself is bottomless, and that its depths are host to many caverns and subterranean passageways. Hmm. They say that those who have drowned in the lake never resurface, like on the lake, but are believed to be sucked into the underground tunnels and later turn up in either the Long Island Sound, the shores of the East River, or as far as Connecticut. Hmm. But that never is interesting because yeah. like. It would resurface if it was just... A lake that had nothing underneath it. Huh. Um, some bodies have disappeared for as long as three months before washing ashore. 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 From the vanishing side of the lake. Mm-hmm. But I did read that that's not true. The lake does have a bottom at like 95 feet or something like that. Mm-hmm. But most people yeah, say... Yeah, would they end up somewhere else? That's intriguing. It's very weird. So one guy, his name is Dr. David Igneri. He was the head lifeguard at Lake Ronconcoma for 32 summers and says that there were at least 30 deaths during this time working there. Mm -hmm. All were male. 
And he says that one of the biggest challenges about the lake is that the visibility is pretty much like non-existent after the first 10 feet. Like through the water or just back to shore? What do you mean? Visibility wise. Like Like, visibility through the water or visibility like? I think both. Okay. Because he said if anyone goes further than 10 feet, they won't be able to be rescued because the lake becomes enveloped in total blackness. So, yeah, I think, like, Mm. underneath the water, you won't be able to find them if they go under. But also, like, seeing-wise, it's, like, so, like, vast and dark that you kind of, like, can't see them. Mm -hmm. And when if you can and they go under, you're not going to be able to rescue them anyway because everything underneath it's so black. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Um, Nobody can see all my hand movements, but you know. So, in 1965... Um, Dr. David Igneri kept having a reoccurring dream about trying to complete a rescue in which he would like dive deep into the lake and like the further he dove into the lake he would grow like panicked because he kept losing his orientation like he couldn't Mm -hmm. couldn't find the body and he like it was just like a stressful Mm -hmm. panicky feeling and then when he finally breaks the surface he hears fireworks (laughs) so he says he doesn't 100% sure believe that he in the paranormal but he believed that the dream was a warning that someone was going to drown on the 4th of July. So, on the 4th of July, he warned all no the staff. No one goes in the lake. Right. We're closing this bad boy down. No, but he warned his staff about the dream. And lo and behold, an epileptic 15-year-old boy had a seizure and went down in the water. Mm. The lifeguards dove for 45 minutes oh, no. but couldn't find the body. And after Igneri's last dive, he was swimming back to the service. When he broke surface, the fireworks went off. That's so creepy. Isn't it? Not only, like, I, even if I had, like, a good dream and I, like, I lived it, I'd be like, whoa. I know. Dreams freak me out because yes. there's just so much. It's like your subconscious and, like. But, like, how can you guess those things? And, yeah. like, what is it if, like, something like that would happen? I'd be like, how the heck is something controlling my dreams, yeah. you know? Like, is it a God thing or yeah. is it, like, a paranormal thing? Or is life on a loop? Like, we've talked about right, that yeah. before. and. Yeah, it's all very crazy, but <coughs> I'm sorry. <coughs> another That's thing, insane. I think it's crazy too. But another thing about the lake is that it like rises in intervals of nine to thirteen feet every seven years, hmm. and people link that to the Lady of the Lake because legend says that the lake weeps and overflows for the two lovers in seven-year cycles because that's the length of their relationship. Hmm. Thought that was interesting. That is interesting. Yeah. So, really, my last, I have two little plots left, mm-hmm. and um, this one is in the late 1800s. Some people claim that the lake had extraordinary therapeutic qualities, and mm-hmm. that it had supernatural ability to heal an array of medical conditions. Well, it's got supernatural ability, all right. <laughs> You're going to die. <laughs> it may not be healing. <laughs> um, it became a tourist spot because of it. You know, people were like, oh, you can heal me, like, mm-hmm. I'm going to just go take a bath here. But a Brooklyn businessman set up shop near the lake shore selling lake juice. <laughs> it was literally like water. Water lake from water. the lake. It was waters from the deepest part of the lake. Yo. Right. <laughs> Combined with a special secret formula of herbs and berries gathered from the lake surrounding berries. <laughs> it just, okay, like that sounds fake, but okay. Well, so, considering <laughs> no, everybody thinks it's bottomless and... People are drowning if they go out any further than 10 feet. I don't think it's coming from the deepest part of the lake. And by the deepest, I mean it was part of, like, what the shore. Up on shore. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but so it touched had, the deepest part at some point. At some point, it was the deepest part. <laughs> it's so stupid because it's true. 
Um, he put advertisements out in the newspapers saying like, oh, this lake juice has claimed or claimed has healed specific sicknesses. And they were chronic asthma, bronchitis, malaria, rheumatism, and nervous and digestive system disorders. Okay. Mm-hmm. But this scheme was discovered when the product turned brown and bitter and made people ill. Yeah, I bet. So. Probably getting E. coli from drinking <laughs> lake water. Well, actually, the lake now has been closed for a while because of algae. Hmm. So people haven't been able to be in it for, I think it was like two or three years now. I don't know that I would have ever gone in it anyway. I know. That's like, scary. I read some. I couldn't I find I feel like it. I would have shut that down for it being unsafe. You would think, but. If somebody What's drowns that? it in it every year and it's like, you can't. Like, What's you that have... one place here that. Every, someone dies in it every year. Oh, and the offsets. The it offsets. Is it is shut down. But for years and years and years, it wasn't. I didn't people, think somebody died there every year. There's been like a lot of deaths there because people. Mm-hmm. It's like a party place. People yeah, like go get drunk, drinking. yeah, and then they jump in the waters and drown. Mm-hmm. But and you're not supposed to swim when you're drinking. We're not supposed to swim for thirty minutes after you eat, but people do it. <laughs> <laughs> is that false? That's false. Is it really? Oh, yeah. My whole life's been a lie up to this point. They say, like, oh, it'll make you... No, it won't. It won't give you a cramp? No. And then you'll die? No, the reason you're not supposed to be drinking alcohol and swimming is because, Because like... Because your vision is... You're very inebriated. Yeah. (laughs) And so you're not probably not going to react very fast to drowning. I react like that when I'm drinking. (laughs) I just thought you were going to say when you're drowning. (laughs) When I'm drowning like that. (laughs) I, I can only think of one time where I almost drowned. I can too. We're gonna talk about this, but let's tell let's tell yeah. my joke, okay? What do snowmen call their offspring? Snow boys. Children. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was cute. I thought it was. Cute I love it. Snowman. I am like, like snowman. Yeah, time. I did a Christmas one. So, follow us on Instagram at Hocus Pocus Bogus, on Twitter and Facebook at HPB Podcast. And if you have any stories you want to send to us, we would love to read them at hocuspocusbogus at outlook.com. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. Bye.